my gosh. Welcome back to another episode of Hyrith and Other Words. With me is Anthony Blackwell. How is everybody doing? We're on camera. This is neat. Yeah. This I mean, is, you have a camera. This is my first uh Do you feel appearance. like the Truman Show? I do. I, well, I, I kind of said to you when we started, I said, I feel like I'm in like a police confession room. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm about to admit to something I don't want to Yeah, but what did you to. say right before we turned oh, on? Oh, I said it all. But you lit the candles, and I, now it's like, chur- it's like church now. Yeah, yeah. it's which well, yeah. It does feel like an old church. It does. Because uh, of the like fake wood walls. I, feel I like, love it, though. Like being Irish, and you would hear all the stories before you got married, you had to go to a room. And, and sit with like a priest and tell him everything you've ever done your entire life, and it, I, I just feel like this is the room that it happens in. Well, what have you done? No, like I, that's like an Irish Catholic thing, I think, where you just have to confess to everything. No, I'm before. asking, what have you done? Oh, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, me too, buddy. Don't I, worry about it. I almost got rated all right there real quick. We yeah. almost we almost went off the rails. Real no, fast. that's fine. Well. Well, you can keep your personal stuff as personal as you want it. <laughs> I was going to do it but, as a uh, joke, but it would have been in poor taste. Uh, Anthony is a really good friend of mine. I don't know. I always say that all the time, but it feels ingenuous. But, like, I do. I love you so much. Yeah, I same am, here, man. The feeling is definitely. Yeah. I, I enjoy you. I enjoy your spirit. I enjoy what you're, you try to do for this town and this area and everything. And that mm-hmm. mostly what we're going to try to talk about today. But the fact that you you understand that everyone has a story and everyone is it's. It's so good to have people share that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. What... Just just diving right in. What made you want to hear people's stories? So, okay. So, for people that don't know, if you're watching this, you probably are aware who Anthony is. Yeah. But he hosts a bunch of podcasts in the area. We got interviews with everyday people, Not Cool in High School, Banging Beers, uh, Tornado Tag. Yep. Um, and possibly to be announced, the Bros on the Warpath, which that's is... That's it. What right. Is, what is... What is the Washington football team to be announced later name oh. podcast? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Are you a Washington Redskins guy? I, I, I am, yeah. My best friend, Andy Long, that's his team. I love, I love to just send him like, stupid crap about the oh, Redskins. Oh, I'm getting smashed. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I'm getting crushed. It's well, just like, it's funny because it's, it's one of those things, too, where it's like the people who are complaining also don't go do the research of where the team name came from. Yeah, like there's like the family who the logo is made after, like that tribe and those people are devastated because that was like their great grandfather's image that was on a football team helmet. Right? Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sure they got royalties or what. I'm sure they got a decent payment. Yeah, at, or maybe they got ripped off. Who knows? But I'm yeah. sure. I mean, if they're upset, then they're upset. Yeah, you know, it's but, one of those things where it's like if a, if a thousand people get pulled, and five people are offended by it, do we change the world for five people? That's a good. And question. now, and now, and I understand like the term. We don't write into the political. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> the term redskin is is obviously from an out, from looking at it, it's like okay, that's offensive. But that going back to it, like that team name was made by Native Americans for Native Americans, and they kind of use it as a term Yankee, where it was like a, a term of negativity, and they're like, that's exactly what we are. Like, mm. like sure, they, yeah. I mean, yeah. like it's like a skook, you yeah. know, like a, exactly like, right. So we've re- redeemed it, and you made it made it our thing. own, right? Yeah, and it's just one of those things. Like, I don't know, I just. A lot of people use the term whitewashing, and mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what we're doing. Like, we yeah. can't have Native American imagery as being, like, we want to say, like, it's their land before ours and give them that props, but we can't mm-hmm. idolize them. Or, like, it was a it was a badge of honor. Like, you know, right. they, were, they were the Indians. They were, like, they are the war path. Like, they, right. they were warriors. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. That was every tribe throughout history. You know, that yeah. everyone, everyone until modern times have, have been... You know, people that want to conquer lands. Yeah. You know, I mean, even that's how we got here. Anyways, to yeah. go to yeah, that was weird. Sorry, guys. No, it's fine. <laughs> Anyways, go check out all those podcasts. Yeah. But um, see, this is this is what I love about you is that we can just dive right into whatever and just keep going. 
But there, okay, there, there's no barrier between us to have conversations. It's just kind of we're because we're comfortable with each other that we can have open dialogue. And if one of us disagree, we'll bring our points and we'll understand each other for those points. Well, right, because there's I've said this to you before on your podcast is like there's nothing. It's all in here, right? Yeah. So like, why separate the actual physical? Because well, here's part of the reason is because people don't have to know how to listen so yeah. while like you're talking they're just going through like everything that they could potentially say to you so or then they're defensive. projecting that thing onto you instead of actually just listening to what you're saying yeah and, and I, or wanting to be right and it's a th- that's a that's a huge thing too i think that's the biggest thing with society is that people don't want to be wrong and they also don't want to um be willing to be accepting like i don't mm-hmm. know what's going like if there's a topic that I, I the whole thing we just talked about i could be 1000 percent wrong on it but i'm willing to understand and listen to your side and find out why i am mm-hmm. instead of just shutting it down and say i'm right you're wrong and, and and hate you forever for it well and like i think it's because we i read this book once uh called psychothera psychoanalysis east and west mm-hmm. and it was by alan watts and it was Essentially, just comparing how psychoanalysis is done in the East versus in the West. Yeah. And one of the things that he got to was this idea of man is burdened by the the morality, essentially, and burdened by society's standards, which is morality is a part of Mm -hmm. that. And it's like, well, if you don't live up to the standards of society, and then then you're automatically os- ostracized, yeah. you know. And we have that now, and that's, you know, that's like 2020, right? Well, that's that's. I think it's just been like even before that, like we were looking at people on the streets of Pottsville, and like there's just something that like it's it's because we're we all have that like burden of you know you know you have to look a certain way, you have to dress a certain way, you have to speak a certain way, and then like that's socially normal, yeah. you know. I guess it's better to say it's the it's social norm that is yeah. the burden to a person because well think about this like you start hearing voices in your head then it's like that's not norm- normal even though so many people hear voices in their heads like that it's like it's just makes people uncomfortable i'm not saying i hear voices in my head yeah i, I have them but they all speak german <laughs> i don't know what they're saying that would be i ripped it off a comic i just don't know where i heard it that would i mean that'd be would that be <laughs> fine would you see I have a question. Like, I guess you couldn't, you could probably couldn't learn a language just from hearing it, right? You'd have to have the interaction of people yeah. pointing at it. Cause, yeah. cause this is how ignorant I was when I moved to Asia. When I was on the plane going to Asia, I was trying to read the seat in front of me. And it's, it, I just, there's no way for you to read Chinese uh, characters. But here's the twist. I was reading Japanese characters. I was literally like, this On is the country. Japanese plane. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, and it was just like, that's how ignorant I was. Yeah. And like, now I'm like, I feel proud because I'm like one of the few white people that can tell the differences between like Korean, Japanese and Chinese. Andy on our Tornado Tag podcast and not, not going high school. He knows, he knows some Japanese. Mm. Yeah. Not, well, yeah. He's I, really into like that cold, like the culture uh-huh. and the, and the it's anime. It's fun. And, they're, yeah. I mean, they're very like, it's just, it's, it's so different than our way of life that yeah. it's just like, oh, what is what's happening you know mm-hmm. i mean i've i've felt that of just getting there and just like i am like when you're like a foreign country you're just like oh you know you don't really understand that until you get there and you're just like oh i'm i'm in a foreign place yeah anyways i feel like we're like i want to what what makes you want to know about people and about like stories I, I don't know man i think a lot of the podcast is uh i get is is for me i'm i'll be going to sound selfish but a lot of it's for me man like i i probably should have went to therapy at some point in life as, as many as, as what a lot of people probably in this area and the world probably should go is and not so much therapy would just be willing to have conversations or talk to people so the podcast for me was was uh, an outlet to not only for myself 
talk and get feelings out, but to listen to other people's as well. Um, when I first started growing up, I was uh, I was nerdy. I was a, I mean, I was into a little bit of everything, but I was very nerdy. But the only thing that I was did to fit in was sports. But I didn't look like an athlete. But I kind of was. Like I was quick. I was tough. I, I there was no quitting me. But then, like around the age 15 or 16, I was playing basketball and I my shoulder popped out and I was like, that's strange. So I went to a doctor and they're like, why does this keep happening? And like your ankle and this and that. And I was like, I have no idea. So then I went to a specialist and they did all these tests and all these poking and prodding. I felt like I was a science experiment and I was diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which Mm -hmm. is like your body doesn't produce collagen. Mm -hmm. And they're like, as you're going to get older, it's going to get worse. I think Jamie might have that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she has something similar to that. If not that. Yeah. I should know it. Yeah. So I, uh, I was like, well, I'm not stopping. So I just kept playing sports from age of 20 till about 22, and then it just caught up with me, like to the point where the, the joint pain every day was unbearable. If I went out and played basketball or anything, and I would roll my ankle, and I'm just I don't, I'm sick of being in pain all the time. I mean, I still am, but like I'm not going to keep putting it on myself. And then it got right. to the point where I hurt my back real bad, and then everything else besides the joints started hurting and aching. So I was like, man, and, and then when you, all you know, because you grew up in a school county coal region town, where your only identity was sports, even if you're not in sports anymore, but that's still your identity, mm-hmm. um, gets taken away from you. It's like, man, I have to refine myself at like 20 some years old. So yeah. I was like working, but I still didn't have a hobby. I didn't have a stress relief. I didn't have any of that. So I, I uh, started hanging out with like, I get in the local music scene, hanging out with like the boys upstairs. And uh, they're like, you're a good conversationalist. You go to shows, you talk to people. And I would just go, and not every conversation was a drunk person at a bar. Dude, it's so nice to have a good conversation. I'm sorry is. to it's, cut you off, no, but good, like, yeah. God, it's it's so nice, especially at an environment like that, because mm-hmm. it's, you're mostly, it's it can, this is going to sound crazy, but it can sound boring, because it's like, you're just, you, like, I, for me, when I go to a show, I usually try to watch the show the whole time, because yeah. I'm like, I this is I know that that person would value it because treat other people how you'd want to be treated. Absolutely. And like so it's one of those things of like I just and like if it's not if I'm not enjoying it I'll walk away or if I don't like I'm not burdened to do it. Yeah. But like for other people I know they like to come and go and blah 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 and so it's so good to be able to like find somebody and just talk. And I, yeah. I mean, you see that all the time. Yeah, I, I don't know if I have this thing where just people are willing to open up and talk to me. I don't I, I'm still trying to figure that thing out where just like and sometimes I get stories where I didn't, maybe some TMI stories or stuff I didn't even ask for. Yeah. And then some people just like they'll be like, "Oh, we just you're just a very easy person to open up to." You know what I mean? So I was like, "Oh, cool." But like, I do res- I did respect the boy. But when you see, when you're hanging out with the same band for every day, for every weekend, for three shows a weekend every day, so I was like, "I seen the set list." You know what I mean? So, yeah. Right. So then I start interacting with people, and I told them I said, "Hey, this is kind of the thing I want to do, but I wanted not just hear people's stories because like." For me, I, this may sound very bleeding heart, but I don't really care. But like, if I see someone on the street that's going through like really bad drugs or depression or anxiety or something, and I, you, you see them walking on the street just not having a good time, I just remember like growing up being a kid and just being let down by coaches, being let down by teachers, being let down by adults because I was a kid who clearly wasn't having a good go. And I mean, like, I don't know if it's just looking outside looking in but you can look at a, a human regardless of their age or anything and be like they're just not having a good day like they should probably talk to somebody mm-hmm. you know what i mean because we in our in our area just alone is very and i'm sure it's like this around the world but i'm just speaking of here is like you're just kind of told to bury everything especially mm-hmm. being a guy you know what i mean mm-hmm. like don't cry don't show emotion just bury mm-hmm. it and move on and i just it just i just want to change that mind state like it's okay to tell your story and and I, and we live in an area where people are very judgy so when i first started the podcast is like hey i'm doing an interview with such and such 
and I would get bombarded with messages. Hey, you're interviewing this person? Because I would, I would put it out like a week or two in advance. And they're like, oh, you know they did this? You know they did that? You know, in like third grade, I'm like, listen, I don't care about any of that. Like, mm-hmm. that's not my intention. Because like, I don't, when I interview people, it's not so much an interview, it's a conversation. I just, mm-hmm. I just, I did a terrible job naming the show. I love it. People, yeah. I've said this before, but if people don't like the name, they can shut up. It, like, not, it's not so much the name, it's just, it's, if you go into it expecting an interview, it's really not. It's more or less a conversation. That's true. I don't really want to pry. But this isn't. A real hierarch? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't pry for someone to say... We are using say, other words, though. Sorry. Yeah. I don't pry for people to say, like, hey, I want to know your deepest, darkest secrets. If yeah. you come on there and that's not what you want to talk about, then we don't have to talk about that. But it's... Uh, if you want to, I just just know that you're it's not you're not going to be judged for it you know what i mean so it is very hard to get those stories because people we do live in an area where people are very judgmental mm-hmm. but the positive to that is is the first maybe 10 or 15 episodes i did where they were legit stories of people's struggles and triumphs and going through things every single person that messaged me for the most part and talked about that person either messaged me back or told me they seen them in public and went up and physically talked to them and said sorry yeah, that's and awesome. And I was just like, well, then mission accomplished. Right. You know what I mean? So that that's kind of the main reason why I do it. And then I kind of spun it into uh, a platform for getting musicians and business or artists or anyone who's creating something over. Just yeah, or like, anyone who just needs to have a, a platform that reaches people. Yeah, there's just right. so many gems in our community. And it's just like a, a thing where a lot of people are like, this area sucks. There's nothing to do. Before COVID, if you couldn't find something to do in School County weekend, it's your fault. Yeah, because absolutely. you weren't, you didn't tap yourself into the system. There, yeah. there, our music scene is fantastic. Our art scene is fantastic. We have a theater program in our town. Like, right. there's not. There, if, if you're like I said, if you're not finding something. Well, and to also, do, it's like, listen, if you're gonna bitch about there being nothing to do here, make then, something to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Like, and, and that's kind of what I would do. Like, instead of cry, bitching about it or saying people are too judgmental or people need to speak more or do that, uh, instead of being part of the problem and complaining, make a change. Right. And that, that's oh, kind of so why. easy to complain. Well, yeah. like any any old donkey can tear down a barn. It takes a real special donkey to build one. Yep. Right. And that's kind of, that was my reason for starting the whole thing. And then starting the other shows was just like, man, I have friends that I want to do this. I have this cool equipment. Let's mm-hmm. kind of spin it off and talk about this or talk about that. And it's not really going out of my wheelhouse to do the research because it's stuff I'm already into. Right. What have you, so just f- mostly from doing this, what have you found, like what have you discovered most about yourself? Because um, I, I, the first podcast that we did for this i walked away from it and i'm like oh i'm i didn't realize that i would find myself wanting to correct myself so much or like yeah and that's constantly what it is it's just the state of like and maybe i'm saying it now just so i can cover myself up and that but like we should have a society that allows people to be able to correct themselves and because i was thinking about address it and have a conversation and not try to cancel or shut them down right yeah and like i i was saying to you earlier about how or I was I was going to say to you earlier when you were talking about interviewing a person is that you know regardless of what their past is, it's you're just sitting in here now. I'm 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 just dealing with the Anthony that you're presenting to me, and yeah. I'm saying yes to it. And I you know, whatever you know, because it's like I I'm not dealing with that person. I'm not dealing with who you could potentially be. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with you now. You know, and yeah. like for most people, that's you know more than enough. Like, and that's why people can't people who are judgmental of other people like can't interact with that person because like. You've just you already have a preset idea in your head, and you've already set that boundary. Yeah, uh, I would say the biggest thing I took away for the podcast. Sorry, to, yeah. it's all right. Yeah. Is uh, is is really how quick a connection can be made. 
I mean, for, for for us example, I just remember having Mahan Sangu on the podcast, and I was just like, "Hey, man, who would be a good person to talk to?" And every single person in that band was like, "Dude, you need to talk to Tim. You need to talk to." Him. And I never really knew about you or her about you, and I, I I even forget how we came in contact. I don't know if I went to the coffee I, shop. I think or I messaged you. Yeah. I think that's what it, I think you probably put up a post that was like, "I need people," and I yeah. was like, "I'm a people." Yeah. Um, I think that's just because I and I, I, yeah. When I messaged you for the first time, it was very, both of us were intentionally very short because yeah. I feel like we both understood that like the best way for us to get to know each other was is on camera. Right. It was yeah. on camera. It was yeah. On, yeah. And that, right. that's, and that's the thing I, I try to tell people too. Like if I, if you message me and we, I say, Hey, we're going to do Wednesday at three o'clock and I don't message you until like the whole time. I'm not ignoring you. Or I'm not saying it's not going to happen. It's just kind of my strategy because I feel if I, if we talk more, it's not, I, I like that connection to be made on, on on camera but uh mm. but yeah we sat like i think one of the biggest takeaways as well as like, the connection part is um the, t- the the idea of love has changed in my brain um because i i think a lot of people hear the term love and they think it has to be a connection physically like bumping fronts you know what i mean bumping uglies bumping uglies um there has been plenty of times where someone has walked away from my table and I generally felt love for that person. Yeah, I mean, what did I just say to you at yeah. the beginning? You, you know? know, and like, it's not, I've never, we've never canoodled. Yeah. Uh, and like, <laughs> so it's, I think, well, you know, here's me being like a spiritual person, but like, I think our core, we are that. We mm-hmm. are love. And like, you see that, you see people try to it, articulate that everywhere. You know, yeah. interstellar, like that, like, even someone who's like as, a, a, seemingly as cold and calculating as Christopher Nolan was able to be like this is the message mm-hmm. you know like and I think it's true like you see it like in the religious texts and like you can feel it in yourself that the best way to act is being able to love someone yeah going back to what you said though I do really believe that it's really easy to make connections with people in this county if you can build that bridge yeah the second there's a bridge established and it's like okay here's a lot mm-hmm. you know like and you just what that you just got to find common ground yep Yep. Yeah, and I, I that's that's kind of where I have no issues with people is because even if I don't have the common ground aspect, there's probably a time in my life where I've tried to dabble because I've always tried to get into a little bit of everything. That's kind of like where maybe where where it comes to my skills and where I'm I don't really I couldn't find myself is because I kind of put all all my coins in different jars or eggs mm-hmm. in different baskets if mm-hmm. you will. But like it's just like. Oh, I want to learn how to play guitar for two weeks, and I try it, and I'm like, oh, I want to try to do this for two weeks. And it's like if I would have just focused all my energy on one thing, I'd probably be really fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But like, but on the same token, it's just like, I'm not into hunting, but I'll sit and watch a hunting documentary for six hours, and then and then someone has a conversation, and be like, oh, you've been hunting a while? I'm like, no, man, I just watched something on it, and mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating. I'll never do it, but I right. think it's a cool. As I think it's interesting how you get in that mindset to do it. Right. I, I just, I mean, I've always just really fascinated with people's minds and what they think and how they process things whether why, why be, do you think that is i don't know man it's i probably should if i was smart enough or had money i should have went to school for psychology i just didn't do it but uh i just i don't know, man like it's it's not and this not may sound like dark or twisted but like how people handle adversity how people handle grief how people handle stress how people handle depression it's like what, what i mean that's why we watch that movies tw- what right? makes that twi- tick yeah right because yeah. we can when we watch a movie it's the See, like, here's what makes a bad movie. With when when in the script, it's like um, he his face showed somber and like whatever, and then you just watch the character and he's just like staring or whatever, yeah. and it's just like and you feel nothing and you're like and it's it's when like you don't even realize that there was supposed to be something. There. Yeah, you know, like a good actor, you're Puts not himself in that mind state, right? And like you're you're not 
you're just so enraptured by it that you don't even like realize that that's it's a magic trick right mm-hmm. like it just you're like oh my god like you're just yeah. so caught up in it that god, like my favorite actor and some of my favorite movies are the godfathers and al pacino because he was like he was at that he was the last version of those actors who all acting was just very stoic and then yelling yeah you know like that was that was very old but then he was actually a, a stoic person that could show emotion and then someone who was able to show authentic like what it meant to scream and like stuff like that and be enraged yeah, and, yeah i think so, my guy like that would be leonardo DiCaprio. yeah whatever role you put him in he just he, he you believe his character mm-hmm. it's really well it's it's yeah because it's I do kind of think that he's getting to the place where you're like, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, you know, and that's a that's a damn shame because then it's like I just rewatched Django. Oh a yeah, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, Jesus, he's so fantastic in that oh movie. My God. I think I'm not a huge Mike like Jamie Have you ever Fox seen it? guy. Oh yeah, you know it's you know the scene crazy. where he crushes the skull on the table. Yeah, he really cuts his he hand. He literally cu- and then like just kept rolling and re- literally wiped his blood on her face. Like, that's insane. That was all that's probably 100%. a lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, made a great I, scene though. Yeah, for sure. And so I guess, like, why do you think we as as our species want to tell stories? Because that's from the dawn of time, you've had people who like, you know, you have shamans or whatever they are, like, they, they're people of keep the stories, you know? Um, I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a twofer here. I think for, I think the, pro, the challenge I come across is, is I, I, I think people's stories are important. And every story has multiple sides too so if someone's telling a story like me and you went and did something and my story would probably different than your story because I'm more of a I'm very eccentric and I want to make people laugh too so I'm probably going to add some silliness you'll, you'll nonsense, highlight the silliness some, or whatever some bullsh- it is can you curse in this? yeah some absolutely bullshit I've to cursed the story. Like several times yeah so you could add some bullshit to it to be like to make it funnier mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean but I think people's stories are important and I think you know Another thing in this area, too, is people aren't willing to tell a lot of stories because mm-hmm. I think we live in an area, once again, where people are quickly judged and mm-hmm. kind of put down for their thoughts or beliefs. And it just, I don't know, it's, I think stories are important. Mm-hmm. And it's just really good for those people to talk about those stories or their trauma or even their positivity. Like, not everything on my show has to be dark and gloom. Like, if you have a really funny story or a really crazy, or a fun vic- experience, like a, a or victory, a victory you know? one of the best victory stories on my show um is is meg uh she she's she was someone who went through some crazy stuff very early episodes so if you go back and listen to it don't not do not judge the uh quality of the show because if you're watching this then the quality will definitely be better so yeah. don't worry about so it. i uh when i first started this man i my, my equipment was horrible and i didn't know how to set anything up so like the earliest stuff i think the content's fantastic it's just you got to get over some of the quality of it but uh her, yeah, she, she went through a lot of stuff she went to a she went to a phase where she was uh you know, she had some drug issues. She had some stuff where she got in legal trouble. And the way our system works is that, you know, once you make that mistake, it's hard to rebuild. It's, re- it's hard to rehabilitate. It's hard to find a job. It's hard to find a job that's going to keep you around because of the stuff you've done in the past. And uh, yeah. she was struggling with that. And she was still struggling with that at that point in her story. And since our sitting down, I, 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 there's a lot of people I'd like to have back to retell their story because they have come so far. But she's one of the main ones. Like she, she has a job now. She works at a great place. She's making that's a great awesome. living. She's having a kid soon. You know that's what I mean? Great. Like, and she, I don't know. I was like, and that's and there's that's redemption, right? That's, right. That's a there's like there's there's I want to say there's creation rolling along. You know, yeah. that's what should be happening. Absolutely. And yeah, it's. It's so beautiful, and I think we have such a tendency to want to keep ourselves like super bogged down and mm-hmm. like. Uh, yeah, but it's 
I don't know. It's it's okay to celebrate victories and it's okay to want victories. And I think I think people do. That's why people so many people bitch about being depressed, I included, because we want to not be depressed, right? Yeah. We want to have the victory over that thing. You know, so that's what that is. It just needs to be you need to actually like put some wings to yours, you know. Yeah. But it's hard, man. Like and I get it, like I'm like I'm I'm not a perfect person when it comes to, you know, speaking the truth about how I really feel or like getting shit out and like I just I know I need to be better at it but yeah. I'm not going to get there by not trying yeah you know I mean my biggest thing was is I would just speak off pure emotion sometimes mm-hmm. and for a lot of my youth growing up and a lot of who I was as a person for a long time was I was always very angry I was always angry I was bitter I never felt like I fit in I never felt like I was accepted um, and it, there, that's still a mindset in my head that creeps up sometimes. And I was always very negative. I was always very like the world sucks like type person. But now like if people who ha- have met me through the podcast or who have listened to the show, they're like, man, you're one of the most positive people I met. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not that I'm trying to fake that because mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, I'm literally trying to be a, a positive person. But like there's times where like I'll go through a depression and I kind of think to myself like, OK, go through it. Um, and because and it may sound egotistical but it's just like no some people like people rely on you to be positive if so if i'm that light that helps somebody out of a darkness and i'm showing i'm depressed like it has happened where i had some slips on social media or on the show where i'm just like i'm not having a good day today and people have reached out like are you like yeah you are you Mm -hmm. good man like you need to talk and i'm Mm -hmm. like dude that's helpful you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it, it, it it was very helpful but it's just I'm just trying to be that lightness in a dark room right. and let people know that it's okay to go through things. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to be accepting to all. Yeah. It's just the, it's just the place of yes, man. Like yeah. uh, the place of yes. Like mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's what therapy is, is just being able to sit down with a person who's not going to judge you, yeah. you know, at least like, but then, and then you, but you project your judgment onto that person yeah. or whatever, or the person's just a shitty therapist, you know, yeah. I've had such bad experiences with counseling and stuff but i i'm if anyone needs therapy or psychoanalysis it's me you yeah. know oh, me and too. Like, definitely me too and it's dude so when i lived over in uh asia the healthcare system was so good and there's there's such a stigma around mental health issues even even in the west but more so in asia because there's the idea of shame and like you don't want to let your family down and you have to put forward this idea of a good life and the the powers that be are so aware of that that health insurance covers therapy and psychoanalysis and like all these things and probably even like rehab to some degree yeah and it's it's amazing like that that it's i mean we just don't have a system that gives a fuck about like our people are but we, let's not go or we go do there. we do but it's it's fake yeah. so like here's a perfect example kanye west if you do not look at that man and say that he needs someone to talk to, or he maybe he needs to put himself around people who are not who are not yes men. So like as society, we tell our kids not to go to school and bully people. We tell mm-hmm. our kids not to pick on people if they're going through things. We tell, and that's it's kind of like a fake thing because then you turn around and turn on the news is like, what's the crazy wacky Kanye West do? And like well, everyone sees that like, and that, that's maybe a terrible example, but well, no, we do yeah. we do see like celebrities or people uh, or anyone in general. We just anytime something's on the news or in the media, it has to be negative. Mm-hmm. And it, instead of people like. I don't know. It maybe it's just me. Like if I see like this guy went and did this, I'm like, like, what did he have? To, what did he go through to go through that? Mm-hmm. Or like, what? There's more to that story. And what are the chances that if you were born in his 
circumstances that you wouldn't have ended up in that exact same parking yeah. lot. You it's know, so, or whatever. Like, it is. Instead of just writing people off, like, I, I listen. I think there is should be a justice system. I think you know there should be people that should go and pay for their crimes. But I think when they're there, I, of, I believe in rehabilitation. Yeah, they should be t- like it should be rehabilitated. Right. Like, and our and our system doesn't do that. And I think a lot of people who say that like get, get help, get help, or are the same people who say like, these people should be tossed away. They feel that way until it's one of their own family members. Yeah, and we've talked about that yeah. before. Go to ep- the second episode that I'm yeah. on, or the third, yeah. uh, the one after my mom, where it's just me again, because we we talked a lot about that. I think I. Would you mind going into spiritual stuff? How would you feel about yeah. that? Yeah. I think, like, I think, I also think that religions and, and these things are projections of the the inner self, right? Mm-hmm. And they're stories that we kind of project out onto the the canvas of reality and yeah. to to shape it, you know, because it's where we refl- we want to reflect those things. I mean, that's honestly why I believe that men love, and I'm not saying it's just men, but like it's very predominant in. But I mean, you do see it. It's it's becoming more and more popular of uh, wrestling and video games. You know, it's it's because it's the idea of like I want to I want to tell myself like I find myself I read a bunch of comics so I'm like I find myself being like oh man like I hope if I'm put in a situ- situation like this that I too can do the righteous thing mm-hmm. and I too can I love I've been reading uh, the astonishing Ant Man by oh my god I've been like super into this author but I'm forgetting Nick Nick no it's a singer <laughs> anyways I'll, is it newer Ant Man stuff. Uh, it's like from 2015, somewhere like that. Okay. It's called The Astonishing Ant-Man. Look it up. There's a thick book of, and it's pretty cheap, and it's very good stories. Because what I love about Ant-Man is that he's an an idiot, and like he keeps, and it's very similar to the Paul Rudd, like yeah. you know, heart of gold, but you know, mind of a donkey. Like yeah. he just doesn't know what to do, and he, he he's book smart, but not common sense smart. Right, yeah. and like, so it's. It's it's just heroic to watch this guy try to do the best thing, you yeah. know? And it's just like, I feel like I can relate to that because I feel like I, too, have this, not just a responsibility. Well, I, I'll say, yeah, I feel like I have a responsibility to be a light. And, and if I'm being frank, like, I think everybody does, you know? Like, I, I think you, you have built a persona of yourself, which is not a bad thing. But when people people see you as a spiritual or a enlightened person. You know what I mean? Mm. And and just how you're saying, like, you go and do more research and do more things to kind of carry that because you are carrying – you're not carrying a burden, but you're car- – like, people turn to you for certain things like that. Just well, like, that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm doing this. Like, exactly. I want to be able to, like, give this – like, cause, and that's why I spent all those years is because I, I, I genuinely believe that there's nuggets of very good gold in, there, yeah. in those stories. You just need to be able to whittle through all the horse shit to find them. And I think I think what's a good thing about you too, with the spirituality and talking to you, is you're you have your belief and you have your path that you want to possibly send someone down. But you don't just send them down without their tools. You'll also say to them like, "Hey, there is also this side of the spectrum too that you you need to be aware of, mm-hmm. and this is what some people believe. Right. But this is my belief. But mm-hmm. I but you actually done the research to find out what the other side thinks as well, mm-hmm. which I think is very very important when you're trying to put somebody on the right path. Like same right. with, like with me, if I if my positivity or advice, I'll try to give the best advice I can. But I'm like, but on the on the, I'm just a human. Like I am just a man. Right. Do not right. We do not. You can't take, understate that. Yeah. Because it's because I too need the grace that I'm extending because yes. I'm extending the grace because I need it. But you I know? can't like, be wrong, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. and that's so that's but that's again like the place of yes and all those things. And, and thank you for everything you said. It's very mm-hmm. sweet. I think I don't know. I think I <laughs> I uh, growing up spiritual. 
like and like being into all these things and getting so much pushback from it when I was younger. And like I mean there was like a lot of like genuine like people being very interested. People just don't know how to people don't know how to pursue it because life is so crazy to begin with. Yeah. I had to move to Oregon and I had to move to Taiwan. Like I had to be able to like intentionally uh, extract myself from my surroundings to really be able to f- hammer in on these things and focus, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm not saying I'm better or worse. That was like, and like a plumber needs to be able to go and like just focus on, you know, his, his yeah. trade, you know, like ev- the you whole are 100% better for it. Like, well, yeah, I, but I think, I think every, is that what you're saying? Like yeah. everyone is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not saying you in general, like mm-hmm. they're like, the, like talk is cheap. Like, right. Like, hey, if you really want to emerge yourself in something, you have to dive right in and, not many people from school county are going to say right out of high school, I'm going to go to a foreign country where I don't even know what they do. Or and, and on the plane there, I don't even realize that the language that I'm looking exactly. at isn't the language that, is, that they that speak. That is one of the craziest and bravest things I've ever heard a human do. I'm yeah, just but, being honest. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, but people, I mean, people do that and then they shoot, you know, then they have to get shot at, you know? Yeah. So, like, there are people who are braver than me and, like, also fuck any foreign, like, intervention and all that stuff. But again, let's not yeah. get political. Yeah. But, like, I think I. I, okay, so my point being, I, it's as I'm growing up now, I'm seeing people be less hesitant towards those things because there's more areas coming up like just podcasts or like TV shows like the Midnight Gospel and just things that are presenting spirituality without like the heavy weight of you have to sit in a room and tell a, a man everything you've ever done wrong that there's probably healthier ways to do yeah. that you know and maybe it started off healthy and i think i think that that's something that we don't realize that throughout history that things have probably started with good intention yeah, absolutely you know like yeah. and i think I mean, but I'm also a person, for better or for worse, probably for worse, that gives people the benefits of the doubt, yeah. you know? And, like, again, it's mostly because I want people to be able to give me the benefit of the doubt yeah. in when that time comes. Yeah, when it comes to the spirituality, just to kind of, be, before we really dive in, I'll kind of let your the viewers know where I kind of stand. So I sure. I, uh, I was raised with, spirit, with religion around me, um, and then it was... Uh, I mean, Irish, Italian, you, you, both of those sides are pretty, pretty into it. But yeah. uh, it, it wasn't like we were every ch- every Sunday go to church family. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like church was like we were. T- I mean, I, I, my parents. I'm sure there was times where you were yelled at, like God's gonna or whatever. Like not so much. Like, oh really? So my 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 grandmother on my dad's side was really into it. But I think like and she died when I was pretty young. But th- what kind of turned the family off from the church is when she passed away. Mm. The church kind of. She she literally went up and made like she was in a really bad car accident and 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 was allotted a lot of money, and the fa- like my my her her sons pretty much said like hey mom you went through enough like you lost your leg you were the one in that car accident that's your money, mm-hmm. go broke you know what mm-hmm. I mean because you can't take it with you right. and she did she went on cruises she did everything she had but she she had what she had left she went up and made a speech at a church banquet um, she she pretty much made a donation. And I think she died with like less than a dollar in her bank account. Wow. She went up and she made this speech, gave all this money to this church because she was very passionate about this project this church did. I won't say the church or what the project was because it was a, it's it was it was still revered as a very big thing in our community uh, in a different in a town. Uh, and she gave all of that money, and then she would put money in for like this family member and that family member. And uh, she went back to the table and she put her head down and. Five minutes later, she's being put in an ambulance, and she was taken to the hospital, and she didn't she didn't wake she she never came back. Wow. She was gone, and then the church came knocking on the door and said, "Can we look through her bank accounts to make sure there's nothing else there?" 
Wow. So it, that, as a young kid, my parents were like, F church. We're yeah. done with that. Like, yeah. we believe in a higher power. We, we're into that, but we're not going to that building anymore. Yeah. And that it just kind of put a bad taste in our mouth. So then when my brother was born, I was around 11. Now, hold on. Before you go yeah. there, I have, a, I have a similar story to that. Mm-hmm. Um, similar in, in part. And it's also funny because it's very... It, well, I'll just tell the story. Yeah. Uh, there was a church that my grandmother went to that I was later confirmed in. But... Uh, when I was a baby, uh, my grandmother wanted me baptized there, and she, the the priest at the time, wouldn't baptize me because my mother wasn't attending the church regularly, and yeah. there may have been some stigma because she was divorced, yeah, and a, a single mom, so there may have been something there. But my my mom was telling me this story and she said that she, this is the only time she's ever seen my grandmother yell in her entire like like be furious mm-hmm. um like i'm sure like she's yelled at kids but like to be like in a person's face like whatever passionate is, passionate she she hand, she was holding me and she handed her off to my mom and was like go go away and yelled at the priest and was like listen like you just created a man of god who's gonna revolt against everything that you stand for and like you know, just little me there, and like my mom told me this story like maybe three years ago, and I'm like, well, well, that explains so much about yeah. like who I am, and like I think so many people have similar stories to that, and I'm, yeah. I'm you can go back to the story. I mean, brother. yeah, it's just even growing up, like you always get told like if you go to church, you have to do A, B, C, or D, and if you don't, then you don't qualify to be in those doors. So it's all, and I've never growing up, I never felt like I qualified for A, B, C, or D. It's yeah. like, well, can I come in and listen? They're like, were you baptized? No. Did yeah. you get first communion? No. Yeah. Do you go to CCD? No. Well, it's like, do you have it, money for the thing? No. <laughs> then don't come in my door. So, it, yeah. I, I, church to me was always something that we looked at, but it just never felt like I was. Once again, never felt like I was accepted to it. Mm-hmm. But li- I lived behind a church my whole life, and mm-hmm. we lived next to um, the. Is is a nun the proper way? But they were like the Mother Teresa nuns. They have a different parent. Nun, yeah, nun and then like a nunnery yeah, would be so where they live. They literally I lived, in a, I lived in a nunnery, and I literally would be taken over there all the time. And I, I know we talked about this on a previous podcast, but like mm-hmm. I would be taken over there, and they would teach me stuff about the Bible. So I was being taught the Bible, even though I wasn't going to church every week. Mm-hmm. And the the the, pa- the pastor, the priest, or the monsignor, what well, he got dubbed later on. I don't know what the and levels are yeah he, he, rank, he ranked up i guess um <laughs> <laughs> video game call out but he uh, okay can we can we put a pin in that can you yeah, remember absolutely so what is up with human beings and their need for hierarchical rankings of people within ideologies makes them feel important yep i think humans just need to f- try to feel important or in- empowered in some way yeah i guess but it helps us. see okay so here's like the the pushback to that is like but it helps us right like it helps us to be like okay so we know who's in charge yeah because i think the problem with like like more like the idea of not having a leader or something like that is you get something like a, a class project where people are sitting around circles and no one's willing to t- do anything because they don't know who's so, yeah, supposed to someone delegate has to take lead yeah right and i think most times you see that as like and even in personalities like I, I've so many times I've been sitting in a circle and I'm like I'm gonna have to lead this thing because everyone around me is quieter than I am and I would love to be the quiet person that's me too yeah <laughs> dude it's even in video games you ever play a game of Call of Duty and you're like no. where are we gonna go here I'm like alright I guess I'll have the I, game plan here like, right yeah. <laughs> and like I guess it's fine it's this like I, I said to Abby one time I'm a, I'm a begrudging leader 
like it just to be like yeah i'll do it like i'll i'll take people where they need to go yeah. or whatever it is you know or i'll do the thing like yeah and that's i'm i'm an asshole for not being grateful that people do look to me or like that i couldn't lead people in whatever thing you know that's a it's an honor that people would trust me to to know my that, ass from my elbow that's why i like if if i could project any of my personality out and I, this is not me trying to sound like e- egotistical but if, no, someone love yourself, can, if, baby. if someone can take a work ethic or take a mind state and, and listen to what's going on like since i've started how many podcasts have popped up in our area you know what i mean how many people are outside of the music scene popping in and, and taking and trying to have an influence on the music scene i'm not taking credit for it but mm-hmm. nobody was really doing it until i started mm-hmm. doing it yeah and it's not that i'm trying to be like well look at me i started all this but like if it is i'm proud of that but you were the example that we exactly could follow. and i want it to be that it's mm-hmm. i don't want to be the only game in town i don't want to be the only guy doing this i want other people to take pride in their community and right. if they're if there is someone saying like hey let's let's work together on it mm-hmm. let's work together on it you right. know what i mean and like, that's like one of the reasons i started this thing was for people to be able to have a, a place where they weren't judged for their spiritual beliefs or whatever it was but yeah. to sit down and like shuffle through it because and like here's the thing man like i really come back to this and i own i'm pretty sure you'll agree with me on this Mm -hmm. is that if people had more meaning in their life i don't think shit would be as crazy as it currently is yeah you have to have something to go for right because for me nothing to strive for then you're just gonna fall into that depression right well you're just gonna sit on social media all day and that's just gonna tell you what you should be upset about exactly you know and like instead of being like i don't have time to like I think about like some of the people that I work with, and I'm like, I'm sh- they don't have time to sit down at the end of the day and just be upset about shit online. Yeah, because they have businesses where people depend on them to be able to successfully run it so that they can live. You know, like, and they're doing their part in in spreading information and being light, like you're saying, they're being light in in all of the things that are arising that need this, to be this light crew on it. This crew that you're involved in is is absolutely just inspiring it really is it's it's like everyone here has is so humble is so generous is so like they don't like it's everything that i try to strive to be for this podcast and this network i'm creating Mm -hmm. is right here except the difference is you guys have the knowledge and the 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 wherewithal and the business mind state to do stuff to help your community on a different level Mm -hmm. and i respect the hell out of it i really do like i i i Schuylkill County and Pottsville is going to be at a better place in the next 10 to 20 years, 30 years because mm-hmm. of people like this. Yeah. And I'm like one of the lowest rungs on that ladder. Yeah. You know, so but there's, I mean, there's, you guys use, you use all feed from each other and, ha- mm-hmm. and, and keep each other moving. It's just, right. it's just a really cool well, I was, community. I was thinking about it today because, I mean, so we, well, you'll really appreciate this. So the, the organization that we are, like, that runs, like, the coffee shop, the brewery, um, the publishing thing, it's called Ember. And it was the idea of what comes after coal. Like when you ignite coal is an ember, you mm-hmm. know? And so that was the whole idea of like let's let's get this place back going, you know, let's re let's reignite what the what the coal what what coal represents was hard work and local like empowerment, you well, know? The interviews everyday people in the IWP now could be the oxygen that helps the fire. Yeah, man, keep absolutely. Growing. And like <laughs> so we call we Oxygen's we, already taken though as a network. Oh, dang it. <laughs> we we got this office building and we call it uh, or office floor we call it kiln which is a kiln is a place where that has a bunch of embers sitting in it yeah. and like yeah so this is like it's literally like our mindset of like we are a fire that's going through this town to like to make it better and to make it more beautiful and let, not that we're the only people that are doing it yourself included and others you know Savis was we always talk about it's it's 
it's so beautiful. I mean, listen to me. Like, this is the most passionate I've made talk this whole podcast because it's just people who are like, listen, they're putting their hand to the soil and not enough people are doing that. And it's beautiful. And like I said, I'm not even, I'm the, I'm, I would say I'm the third to lowest rung on everything that does and like the amount of work that I do. I work with people who I'm just like, do you, like, how do you sleep? And like, or people will be like, I read a novel and I'm like, I, I don't understand how you have time to even hold a book, you know, like, because you're working so hard and you're putting everything into this, you know, and like, what other option do you have is like, you just sit back and you like, just watch it go by, you know, and like, when another thing is like, people complain, there's nothing here, there's nothing here. And instead of complaining about it, this, this team has put something here, right? Like, like, and the beautiful thing about us is that, like, we don't want to, we don't want to be the only people. Like, just like you said about the podcast, you're is like, trying to spark other people to do it as right. well. Like, that's again going back to the Ember thing. Like, if, it's if a bunch of young, young, strapping kids can do it. I know we are in a very attractive group, which makes me like yeah. that's the best part about if it. These G- if these GQ, <laughs> if these GQ hipsters can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the, my my best friend who I lived with out in Oregon, he. Uh, him and his fiance, who you met a little bit ago, they just moved back uh, to. They were living out in Oregon, and so they. She moved here just to help this like area and to be a part of the team. And I'm like, God, thank you so much because like, she 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 was born, uh, lived in California, moved up to Oregon, and then moved out here. And it's like you've never been here. You've like have spent no time on the East Coast, and yet you're willing to fly here to to work crazy hours like to better this town because you're in love with someone who came from here. Yeah. You know? And just that's that's the biggest thing of our area is that if I See, that's if love. I was I'm if, just if say I that. was handed if I was handed a lump sum of money if I got some Joe Rogan money right I I don't I would never leave this area I would travel and experience things but I I'm super passionate about where I'm from right. a lot of people hate it but I'm like yo there's there's nowhere else where you're gonna break down on the side of the road and someone's probably gonna stop within 15 minutes and right. be like yo you good yep you need help or like I know there's a lot of people who who don't experience that but I mean for the most part I've never been left stranded anywhere or mm-hmm. someone is always there to willing there's a conversation you're only 5 minutes away from somebody like hey right. can you come pick me up let's go for it. like this the the warmth of there is good people here and I think mm-hmm. I think uh, overall I think this place gets there is like well there's a lot of racism and there's a lot of closed mind that is true too but well, let's make the town better. Let's yeah. educate the town. Yeah. Let's, let's be let's, the light. Let's, let's be those people who aren't those people. And right. I think I think the younger generation coming up is very is very hopeful. Yeah. I, well, yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of the young business owners. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's an important thing, too. Mm-hmm. Where There's a lot of places you go work for, and you, your boss is probably an old-school coal miner guy who right. just says who sees people of color or other things, and they're still very close-minded because mm-hmm. – that wasn't a big thing in our area and it, mm-hmm. we are getting more diverse which is beautiful dude one thing I, I, I'm just, I don't know if my dad will ever watch these but one thing that I love about my dad is that he was born here and he'll die here and he's inc- like he he under he can call the bigots and like he can see the closed minded people and he's like he's offended by it because he's like listen we can do better in this area that's you my, know my dad like, as well and i'm like that's so impressive because it fills me with hope that someone can be live here their whole life and see the light you yeah. know and like have an understanding of in all in, in of inclusivity it's funny man me me my dad and ben were sitting down doing a bang and beers podcast and we had a couple in us and we started talking about what's going on in the world right and the, and this is fresh off the the, the george floyd uh, murder, because <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Right. But uh, and my dad, he, he is—I believe he's a Republican. I, but that doesn't really just 
define him as a person because he is someone who looks at he's not the guy who walks in and hits vote red vote blue he he, he does his re, I, he's he's into it right but uh he he um he he was like hey listen but like what his his arguments were what he's seen on the news what he researched i said did you actually go look at everything else did you actually physically not a media source actually physically go and find the the, 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 the camp, person's the, 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 website or whatever yeah and he's like no and we got into a screaming match screaming match over our our views on it really and ben was just sitting there so uncomfortable right <laughs> And then, so we're screaming at each other, and we're passionate, and we're yelling at each other, because we're both very bullheaded. Uh-huh. And then he's like, I got to get out of here. I said, all right, man. I said, I love you. Goodbye. He goes, I love you, too. And I left. <laughs> because that's the thing you have to do with each other. Even if you have disagreements, mm-hmm. and it may end on not good terms, because you're both passionate about something, mm-hmm. still show that you love that person. Because, you yeah. know what I mean? Because like, that's where, because some people will literally ruin friendships or relationships over stuff like this. And then he came back next week, and it somehow came up on topic on podcasts again. And every single point that I was trying to make to him the week before... He was then telling what his side of the story was, and he was on my team. And I said, I even said, I said, yo, after the show last week, me and you were screaming. He goes, yeah, because uh, you told me something, and I went and looked into it, and you're 100% right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know well, what I mean? A, that's such a great mentality yeah, to have. And, and well, I was, I, I, it made me proud of where I came from because they said the, the, the apple isn't far, far from the tree. Right. My dad's not perfect. He does some shitty things. But, like, when it comes to having an open mind, I think that's where my dad... I, I take the most pride of being his son is he is super open-minded I mean it's an it's a it's an impressive thing for a person is who was raised in this area the whole time yeah. and I, I think like like you said like the future is we're not gonna have to worry about yeah. that born as much. and raised Shenandoah Pennsylvania yeah. which is not very known for being open-minded no I mean that's even I would say that's even worse in this area to, yeah. like traditionally or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah I mean I think that how do you how do you have a functioning society where you can't include the, everyone who's in society? Absolutely. You know, like, even uh, so many, like, oh, this is something that we can bring back into, like, because something you said earlier about, like, getting trained in the Bible or whatever. I was thinking that, like, peop- so many people shit on spiritual, like, let's say Christianity or Judaism or Judeo-Christian values or whatever without understanding those things at all. I had a conversation with uh, my friend Tony, um, who is super like he was raised in the church his whole life. His boy, his parent, his mother was a pastor. She passed away, unfortunately. Like that was mom to me. Like yeah, that was mom. Um, and it's funny because like I I joke they were the they were the second black family to move into Monty City in like the town's history. Sure. And they moved in and they were a church going family and they were, and everyone immediately pigeonholed them as being bad people because they came from New York and they showed the community they weren't and they were like my second family growing up like I mm. would go with them to like like this different places and I'd be like go to like I, black church you know black church is a blast yeah it's a lot different they, they actually it's I grew up in an Irish church where it's just hymns like amen and I'm like what are they talking about like I felt like I didn't was probably in what is it in was it in Rome? Uh, or what's Latin? Probably, yeah. Was it Latin? Or did it was just... Well, because when you sing those songs, you don't really understand the words because Even of the way Even when he was sung. talking, though, it felt like he like he, it was just very monotone and boring. And I felt like I didn't learn anything. But I went to the... Well, I mean, the, yeah. And I mean, a black church, the, the pastor's usually so rhythmatic and, yeah. like, knows how to be a performer because that's what a that's what a priest is. Like, you're literally performing a ceremony. Yeah. So, like, you're a performer. But they would you break know? it. Like, he broke... They broke it. Like, the, the, going to that church was a good time. My mm-hmm. only gripe, and this is trying to be funny but like it took too long like southern baptist church oh, has 13 all praise and worship too long buddy they have like 14 praise and worship services they have like you know what yeah. I mean? like there's a dance section where everyone get like i'm like i don't i'm not into this. like 
Come on. Yeah. No, I get we it. We got here I at think... 9 in the morning. It's 2 in the afternoon. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> well, see, here's another thing. It's community, right? It's yeah. like, it's, it might as, for the people who are like balls deep into a church, yeah. it's their whole life. Like, yeah. it's their family. It's, it's, it might even be closer than their actually family. Like, yep. they might not even have a family. So, like, this place, of course, people want to spend all the time there is because they're people that they have they common feel ground accepted. with. And that's but, why, that's except, why I went every, that's why I went all the time because it was right. a place where I felt accepted. I did, I was still, very close-minded on the belief, the cheating. Like I, 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 I can get behind a higher power. Yeah, I do struggle with the idea of. Yeah, let's let's dive into the nitty gritty. Yeah, I do have a Here's higher a question. Yeah, go ahead. why isn't Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior? Because I'm not 100 percent sure if I'm into the, if I if I'm in, if I can believe that story. Sure. Well, and let's just say I don't. I wasn't like putting you like. Yeah, to, yeah. I'm not projecting a belief that I have yeah. onto you. I'm just. I just know that that's what it says. Yeah. What do you? So what? So what? Because here's like. Here's what I'll okay. So say what say yeah. So yeah. Go, going back where he's, you said a lot of people shit on the Bible, and I think the reason for that, and I could be guilty of this as well. I think people see religion as it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. There can't be. Well, they any, said it, they built that cross for themselves. Yes, because they're like, listen, this is the infallible word of God. Everything mm-hmm. in here, because they were competing with science. Yeah. So as science arose, and science like this is the truth about reality. Because prior to the 1960s, the inerrancy like this is. From 2,000 years ago to now, the the church has only in the last 60 years been like, no, this is everything in this is completely 100% true. Prior to that, it was like, well, it's a storybook. But yeah. anyways, like finish it. So, but I think a lot of people see that book and they, they, they want to take it as complete perfection. And, and, yeah. and, I, and I think a lot of the book isn't perfection. There is a lot of story in there where they do get it wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think people... Like it's just kind of dissecting it. Like, well, they say that this is not acceptable, and we, mm-hmm. and, and I don't believe that. So, mm-hmm. and so uh, your entire religion is debunked, right? Uh, well, here's here's where I, I had that thought come from. Because the other day, somebody posted like an anti-religious thing, and then like somebody commented, and because I was just reading through the comments, and somebody said like, oh, like it was being degrading of like the Jewish religion, and and said something about. I bet he, he was like, I bet the Jews sold Jesus out to Pontius Pilate. And I'm like, that's exactly what happened. You don't have to bet. You have to read yeah. the story. And that's like the most, the crucifixion of Jesus is probably the most well-known story in the Bible, mm-hmm. you know? And like, uh, maybe Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark like might be a little bit more well-known. Anyway, well, it's, I think it's friendly to teach kids. So I think it's the one that gets which is crazy to. because it's another. It's it's not just killing one man; it's killing all of. But they just skim over that. And oh just yeah, like, animals on a boat. This is gonna be a blast. Right? Yeah, and they, they, or they, the they fact just, that they put it in nurseries, just, and you're just, just like, this is a genocide. Yeah, they're like, it just it rained, and this guy took all the animals and saved everybody. But what you don't see is like the dead bodies floating on top of the ocean. Right? Can I get really? You yeah. want to get really trippy? Absolutely. Okay, I always say this to myself when I'm outside. I say the sun is angry with us, mm-hmm. and. So there's there's a bunch of levels to that. But I the one that I'm going to go to is in a lot of world religions there's this co- commonality of when you die your spirit or your soul whatever whatever's left whatever goes on goes through the sun like the actual sun to get to uh nirvana to get to heaven to the other side that it's the I poor. almost wore a nirvana shirt today too that's funny. There you go. But uh and so it's the idea, like, to go through the sun theoretically is, like, it would be something of, like, a judgment because it's a trial, like, to go through that. But then also the sun being angry at us in response to how poorly we've treated the planet. Yeah. And it's just, like, 
and like I can understand why all these old religions are looking at the sun and just being like, we're going to worship you because if we don't treat you well, you are like not going to treat us well. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's like we can feel it, you know? And, and that's, well, again, I say that religions in these stories are like projection of the outside world. Yeah. Or the inside world, rather. And like projection of the inside world onto the outside world. And that's why so many people worship the sun because it was such a, a powerful thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I, so I think where I fell, I fell off with a lot of religion is is kind of seeing it more on the broad spectrum. Like, why did religion start here, but not like if if God bestowed upon us His only child, then why was just like, hey, Australia and Russia right. and Japan yeah. and Ch- everything uh, that came before it, every all those other locations, mm-hmm. eh, Pui, this is right. my this is my holy land. These people are the ones I choose to be the good people, and then they're going to carry it over to America. It's like right. I don't know. It just and, uh, well, no. I mean, I think that narrative in and of itself is ridiculous yeah. because it does. It's not inclusive, and, and I because th- yeah, I think it's just ridiculous to say that God started halfway through or whatever. Yeah. You know, like there's no, you know, God did God not care about the Egyptians? And like here's the problem is when I say God, that you automatically go right to. Christianity or Judaism because that's the world that you came through. Yeah, that, Prior to those things existing, if you say like God, they're just like, well, we have a bunch of them. Or we most religions do Zeus. end up <laughs> most religions do end up with like a peak because again, you need a leader. Like yeah. there, you can't just let the gods go crazy. Somebody needs to like put them in order. Yeah. You know, and that's how you end up with like even even monotheistic religions do have an alpha god. Yeah, and Judaism being born out of a religion that was like that was like listen. We're all we're on the same level as all like the plants and the, all these other things. Mm-hmm. We're part of the creation, and we too share in this godhood. But there is this peak god, like the higher power that yeah. you're talking about, that that we're trying to correlate with or whatever. Yeah. I, I I actually had someone on the show, Sean Sean Cantwell. Uh, he he actually calls himself the Pope, in 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 a in a Facebook um, group. Um, but he's super into religion, and we had a conversation, and nice. he he is totally against the fact that like he 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 defines me as atheist um i don't really have a title i don't you know what i mean why does he why do you say that because he he knows that i don't really have a belief in yeah in religion but but i told him i said listen man like i may not have a belief in 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 jesus like i understand his stories i can i can kind of get the but the idea about a higher power i said but just kind of how you said like i i think he i think some people just need to have a higher power in mind Mm -hmm. to know that there's a leader and know that there's a purpose where for me my mind state goes to i'll cross that bridge when i get to it Mm -hmm. i have to live in the now Mm -hmm. so i'm not saying that i'm my own thing but mm-hmm. i have to focus on me before mm-hmm. i focus on something that may happen when i die right so if i can be here right now and and work on it mm-hmm. I, i'm going to do that instead right i'm going to focus my energy there but, but i do have the values and the beliefs that i want everyone to have this equal shot i want everyone to be treated the right i want everyone to have a good life i mm-hmm. want everyone to have a fair shake at things like mm-hmm. I, I, I i would never go murder somebody i mean I'm still human. If someone were to bust in this room right now with a gun and it was me and him, I, I, I'm rolling the dice. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you got to see what happens. Exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah. I would never go out of my way to intentionally hurt somebody or make somebody feel bad about themselves. Or, mm-hmm. or, or like, So I do, I guess, have, I guess you would say, Christian values. Well, see, here's the problem. is like, well, somebody asked, peop- okay, so I want to say this. Like, I, I almost guarantee you that if I p- asked you what do I believe, you'd probably be like, I don't really know because yeah. I just mostly when I speak I speak like well there is this belief and mm-hmm. like because I, I don't want to say 
I'll say what I believe if somebody asked me. Yeah. Like, but it's it's more of like, well, see, it's not just about like, because the word belief is it's not just like what I think in my head, but how do I enact and like what are the things that project me forward and like, kind of what you're saying is like, what you were saying about. Uh, so somebody asked me when once they're like, do you consider yourself a Christian? And I'm like, well, here's the problem with that is I, to some degree, you know, and I'm actually just pulling my words because I'm scared. I think anyone born in like the Western society that has influence in uh, Western like culture you're is- you're, you're born Christian. You're born with Christian values, Absolutely. whether you want them or not, because they've defined your society for longer than a, a long time. Yeah. You know, for if probably you, close to 2,000 years. If you're years. born on this soil, you're you're almost 100% born into a Christian values. Right. And that doesn't... It's, it's written itself into our government. It's written itself into our society, into our laws, into our, our schools, everything. Right. But here's the thing. Whether or not whether or not you believe in Christ doesn't... See, this is what I... Like, I, it doesn't matter to me whether or not Jesus was a real person. Mm-hmm. I do believe he was. I believe pretty much probably everything that was written about him. And again, I'm pulling my punches because I don't want to say a man rose from the dead or not because, and like, anything could happen. And yeah. But it's also, it's like, well, what is it, regardless of whether or not Jesus rose from the dead, it's still a story that you hear in your head that empowers you. Mm-hmm. I do think that there is cosmic hope for all things and reconciliation, so maybe that does include the body. You yeah. know, and I, I think that it would to some degree because I, I don't think these are bad. I think we just don't like them. Yeah, and I think it's because they're we can see ourselves, yeah. you know, and we're reminded of who we are inside, and like having to deal with that, you know. So people, a lot of spiritual people will be like, oh, I can't wait till I can, you know, get rid of this body, and it's like, no, it's the thing that holds the thing. Like yeah. you have to have it, you know. But I, I kind of lost the thread of where I was going there. But I think so. I wish, I wish people understood that these are stories. Yeah. So, like, when, when you hear about Jesus and, like, him doing the fish thing or whatever, it's not, it's not about is it real, but it's about the idea of, like, can you, too, multiply a scarce thing? Yeah. You know, like, so it's, like, it's an empowerment thing because it's just a story. There's, there was this book called The Power of Myth, and I think that that's, again, like, we – you can't just tell someone – to be righteous so you can't just tell someone to act proper because mm-hmm. they need examples of what that means because being proper you know like when you knock on my door i should open it but sometimes people knock on your door that you shouldn't open to you know so there you need the examples you need the stories that separate those two things yeah. even though the you know the knocking on the thing it's yeah it just is what it is yeah so i like I'm, yeah I'm, I'm i feel like i'm talking too much what do you know you're going good. on no, uh it's yeah, I, I I can get behind that. I think another thing too that I do that kind of annoys people, especially like like my buddy Sean, is I uh, I I always tell people I'm a Satanist. Not yeah. and I and I there's two different definitions of Satanism. There's mm-hmm. the one where you're kind of just how I said I kind of only believe myself, but I treat mm-hmm. others equally, mm-hmm. and they use Satan imagery because they're just like blah, 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 you know what I mean, yeah. just to kind of be funny or to mm-hmm. kind of be tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek. So I kind of I do that because I oh, listen if there's a cool drawing of like a demon or a devil I'm into horror movies I'm into mm-hmm. that dark stuff I'm into like I like supernaturals like if, if, if I can live in a world where like vampires and werewolves I'd live in it it'd be cool yeah, why not yeah it's just neat so I, yeah, I, I it'd like be terrifying but also exhilarating yeah so then yeah. I also hear like one of the arguments that are is uh, well how can someone just make that story up like that has to have I'm like I read comic books a lot. Like yeah. people can make stories. But up. here's the thing: is that Jack the, Kirby and Stan Lee were fantastic at it. <laughs> but this is the idea of the archetype: is like we keep telling stories. Like I remember, and I I think we might have talked about this before: is that 
when I was more fundamental Christian, someone showed me a video about how there was so many stories about uh, a, you know a savior being born of a virgin, dying before and then, Jesus even existed. Yeah, like, and then there's so, a whole Egyptian religion based on that. Right, is a towel or towel? Uh, or I I don't know it that well. Yeah, I don't know I'm, the name, but there's a whole story that I guess was uncovered in Egypt mm-hmm. where they where historians say man started right like the first man was born in Egypt or they they kind of trace it all to that sure but they they say uh, which is kind of strange too I don't know like it is what it is he had but every somewhere. religion is going to say that yeah listen there was a beginning and this is how we got here yeah. and you don't need to go through everything in the middle because it's about your society yeah you know like we don't need to go through every history of the people who came here to America to understand what America is exactly right but the, the, that whole idea of that religion in Egypt was kind of now. Uh, once again, you can fact check me. I don't know. I'm not claiming to know all the answers, but from what I was kind of told, that there was a whole religion of the whole story of Jesus happened mm-hmm. maybe a thousand years before Jesus' yeah. story well, even existed. So this is the point that I'm trying to make: is well, then there's probably some truth to that story if it keeps popping up all over the place yeah. you know so it's like it doesn't matter if it's true to just this one dude it might just be cosmologically true yeah. and the fact that like and again me going back to just being i mean i i do believe in the reconciliation of all things i do believe all things and at one point in time will be brought into completion and, and i don't know what that looks like and mm-hmm. i don't know if that's an end and then there's another beginning or yeah. whatever yeah that's, i'm just i'll cross that bridge when i get to it right and if, like if i get here's how i look at it if i die and i get up to the gates and they're like, oh, Tony, so you, you've been around all these people in your life who told you about our, our ways, uh-huh. and you denied it. And I'm going to be like, you're right, but did you see did you see that where I came from? I right. think I did, I think I took a pretty good swing at plate at the yeah. plate. I think, you know what I mean? Like, I think I helped people. I think I treated people well. So if there is an afterlife or there is that Christian spiritual heaven, um, I, I, I should be all right. Yeah. Well, here's – so my mom asked me – I think you'll really love this uh, – this, interpretation i asked my mom one time i'm like do you think that there's a judgment day and she's like yeah and i'm really looking forward to it and i'm like what and uh, i love your mom yeah and i'm like <laughs> what do you mean i'm like explain that and she's like yeah i i would love to ask god how i could do better and i'm like oh shit and she's like yeah like that's what that's what judgment like is god the the perfect in theory you know looking at you and saying but it's also a mirror like yeah. for me it's always like you because we do know when we fuck up and we do know when we do wrong yeah you know so it's that is already within you the the higher power that's judging you is it's it's in here baby and it's showing you when it's you're your jiminy cricket yeah i mean it's, <laughs> well i mean again it's like it's pointing you like god see i i'm in love with myth and metaphor because it's what is jiminy cricket doing he's pointing he's telling him to wish upon a star he's yeah. telling him to pray he's t- telling him to focus stay his, positive keep right, moving right push on he's focus on the highest possible good you know like and i think again that's what because okay i was gonna say this earlier is when people even who people who don't believe and again i don't like that word i don't like believing jesus because even i know christians who don't believe in jesus you know like um but people who don't believe that he was a real person still use him to judge people who do like and like and even their own life like because jesus was like he was one of the first rabbis that were like, listen, you can't just be going around kids like and like to treat kids poorly. And he's like, you have to accept these things. And that's something that just as a society, we've lost. It's, it's you know? crazy. Like, even going back to it, like I obviously have a, 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 a little bit of a background. I'm not saying I'm a scholar, but like the idea of church to me is stupid. 
And the reason it is is because I could be wrong, but didn't Jesus say like they took Jesus to this palace and it was filled with gold and rubies and riches? And they're like, well, this is where people come to worship. And he goes, why? Yeah. Well, why do I need to come here? You don't need to come here and give God your money. You just you need to do these things to like. So everything that like what we know is modern day religion that makes the money, that takes money from the poor, that doesn't really give back, that does all these things are exactly against what Jesus was teaching in the book that you're teaching to the people today in right. your building that doesn't need to exist in right. in these theories and 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 I like like I understand Well here here's a little pushback for you. Yeah. So in old olden times think about yourself as a community that it's like okay so how do we get Pottsville together to work together? We have the mutual god so that's probably a good place to yeah. start. And then what brings us together other than building a church together, right? So, and then it goes back to like the community thing is like we is together and churches are always the most beautiful buildings in old and old towns because the town came together because they actually believed that this place was like supposed to be something special. Like a beacon. And, right. And now I think we've definitely have lost that because yeah. we've lost the, we've lost the romanticness of church, you yeah. know, like the you street outside the church is destroyed, but the inside of the building is pristine. Right. Like, We're, and like, but here's again, a little bit of pushback is like, in a place like New York City, don't you want to be able to go into a place that's a little bit clean where you can clear your mind? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess so, so. Like it has, it has, it has. But here, it has to be morally clean, right? Like yeah. it can't just be like a place of like, oh, this is a nice place, but like you have a, to feel welcome. A pastor shouldn't be knocking on a grieving family's door and <laughs> asking, asking for if, money, asking if they can go through her checkbook. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, at what point are you just a a, a, dick. a piece of shit yeah right. um, so that that's one thing but the and then even with Jesus like I mean if you read the Bible depending on wh- whose interpretation I mean I'm very pro obviously my shirt I'm very pro LGBT mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people who read the Bible they're like well my Bible doesn't says that I'm accepted and their Bible says I'm not right I said well if you read the Bible you're not it's not really accepted right it's not it just it is what it is so like well, Jesus never talked about it Jesus, Jesus never did yep but, but everyone around him did but the Old Testament talks a lot mm-hmm. about in the New Testament yeah where they they yeah. say like this is not a good thing, but mm-hmm. but Jesus also were with those people and saying like this is not my place to judge them. Right. You know so I mean? here's so here's here's the beauty in what you just pointed out mm-hmm. and that we've lost along the way is because Jewish people used to read the text and and you get that's how you get to a place like Jesus because Jesus was a Jew. So he's reading these texts and he's like, listen, we don't need to be killing animals anymore. Like that's we like stop. You know, and like we don't need to be doing these things, and we don't need like he he redefined what being a Jew was because the first Christians they didn't call themselves that they they just thought they were a follower of a certain way of Judaism, yeah. And then eventually other people started calling them Christians, and then they took their ideology and you know their guru who then they deified and was like, okay, so now we're gonna go this way and be our own religion because it it spread out of Israel and became a more Western religion, but yeah. it also went east. But that was the split between our the mm-hmm. churches. But we lost this beauty of, so you have the early people of this tradition who are like, no, listen, we can't do this. It's not, and like, I'm not going to justify them and I'm not going to whatever, because cause you're going to believe what you believe regardless of what a book tells you, yeah. you know, because you're going to go into the book and find the thing. Because like, that's the same thing as like, you have Christians who are like, I'm anti-gay and they can go find a verse and then you can be like, I'm pro-gay and you can go find a verse. Yeah. The book doesn't help. It's the dialogue about the book that helps. Yes. And it's, it's the fact that the spirit's alive. And we, the, thing that, the thing that's moving us forward and progressing us, and Jesus talked about this. He's like, after, I'm, after I die, 
is going to come the spirit. And what, what he was trying to get there, from my interpretation, is he's saying, listen, when I'm dead, you're going to have to figure this shit out on your own. So you're going to get a, a spirit of wisdom just from contemplating everything I left you. And you're going to try to figure out how to move forward. And, yeah. the, and that's how we have carried that on. Because there's a story, and I'm sorry that I'm talking so much. No, it's good. There's a story after, after Jesus is, dies and goes back to heaven. Peter is sitting on a roof in ecstasy, which no one ever talks about the fact that Peter is just sitting on a roof in, like, in ecstasy. And it's like, well, what does that mean? You know? He's high. Probably. <laughs> but he gets this vision of a lowering sheet that has a bunch of like what Jews would consider unclean food on. So he goes and, and the voice of a voice tells him to go and eat of it and he says no I can't I'm a Jew and he's like and the voice says don't don't call what I have called clean unclean and so Peter was at this place of confliction because listen my whole tradition tells me not to do this thing but a, a voice within me is telling me that it's okay and so that's that's the idea that now Christians are like is it okay to be accepting of gays and it's like well yes your, your book affirms that your morals progress that you change that you get you get more inclusive yeah. in all these things. And so w that's why, like, when people bring up, like, you know, Jesus said this or whatever, I'm like, well, it doesn't matter what he said because right now how we're interpreting his words and how we're living them out, those are the most important things yeah. because this stuff is, is left behind. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is, like, people still read that book or they don't read the book is the problem, and then they will uh, they will latch on to that one thing because it be it, instead of becoming biblical, it's become more politicized. So they're saying they're anti-gay or anti-LGBT or this is not this is an abomination or this is the ultimate sin. But you're also talking about the same person who probably been through three divorces, had three kids out of wedlock, right. who who isn't there like a whole thing about wearing cotton? You know what I mean? Like right, there's, yeah. there, there's so many things in your book that you could pull out about you know how you're saying veganism and stuff like that. Like a lot of that, like there's a there's a Bible diet. Like mm -hmm. everything that we do in our Western yeah. culture is completely against the Bible, but that's the one thing you're latched onto right now. Right. It's just silly to me. You yeah, know? well, and it's like, and again, like it's like it's because people don't know what the book is. Yeah. And it's because, and, and again, I, I do believe it's the church's fault because the church did a poor job of educating people how to use scripture. They first were like... And, and the, ch the church has become politicized. Well, absolutely, yeah. Un yeah, unfortunately. And like, it's, it's so sad because I don't see... I'm, I'm also so far removed from what would be considered the church mm -hmm that I don't I can't say that I don't see them doing anything but I don't see them doing anything other but I again I'm, I'm so far removed from those circles that I just can't make that judgment yeah because it's I'm just not there you yeah. know so but like and I know that there are like and I don't want to say that but I mean like as a whole I just think I just don't know if Christianity is relevant in this country anymore on this on a level that actually can fix the problems that it's yeah. that the, the country needs we're, we're just at a, a point in society though right now where everything everything has become politicized yeah. the way we speak the way we our religion our our sports our everything everything has to become become a politicized I'm right you're wrong and if you don't agree with I agree you're wrong like but, yeah. it, it's just becoming this in, 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 in giant just clusterfuck of and, and, and then like you're not allowed to have conversation you're not like Everything that we're trying to do right now is, or you have to defend yourself in a hundred and twenty yeah. character tweet or one forty or whatever. Yeah, your your you know, conversations online. So like I, I don't get into the whole meme culture. I try not to. like unless they're funny. I'll put a funny one up or something sure. like that. But like people, like I just I I try not to create breeding grounds of hate online. Like even if I strongly believe something and I post it. And I know I had this conversation with uh, with Terrain on on our podcast, and I, I understand his viewpoint 
why he thought what I did, like was wrong. But like, I, if I all I'm doing is create another cesspool for people to argue and fight, mm-hmm. where I have a platform like this where people can visually see me or visually listen to me, or I have the do- open door policy where you can come and sit and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think I think instead of people just commenting wars, mm-hmm. so face the same platform you're on that you can comment and spew hatred also has the same feature that you can hit message person and hit a call button and you can go face to face in a voice chat and actually have a conversation with somebody yeah and use that before you hit comment right and i like on that post i was mentioning earlier but that i was reading it's like i did leave a comment and i deleted it because i'm like what's this gonna do this guy's not gonna no go one, and like yeah, no be like i gonna, guess i'm a christian now no one's gonna listen no one's gonna read that. your comment thread and no one's gonna read your meme and say my remember that one time in 2014 where I went on Facebook and read a meme and it changed my life. Right. People go on there to already be defensive, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna, all you're do, you're just creating another battlefield where people for blood for not physical but like verbal bloodshed to be had where it just creates more divide. Well, here, okay, so let's kind of bring this up and let's let's wrap it on up because we're getting close to yeah, wrapping up time. Yeah, but I want to just a little bit of practical application kind of coming off in this area and like just the overarching theme of what we've been talking about here today is the idea of everyone has a story and your proper response to everyone is to love them. Yeah. And I think that if you're not willing to accept both of those things, then you're not, you shouldn't be allowed to engage in in a productive, and I don't mean love, loving, loving a person doesn't mean accepting all like agreeing with them. Exactly. It means saying like, you can be a horrible person, but I can love what you like. I can still love you, but not agree with you. How do you hold a person? Like, and I don't mean hold a person, but how do you like hold a person who, you know, you can verbally disagree with, but like, remember that that person underneath all of those things, it, they only got there because of a story, right? Yeah. Because of because of everything that's happened to them, and they say like one the largest statistic of the reason that people are racist is because they don't have experience growing up with someone who's of a different race. My best friend growing up was from Argentina and like he was telling me about all these racial problems that him and his family had and I just I literally couldn't understand why he was having those because I couldn't understand a person who didn't have the mentality of it's okay to be different. It's okay to have different skin color. It's okay to have a different culture. These things are okay and they should be celebrated. We are also taught in a culture that we're a giant melting pot and I disagree with that term. I don't think we should be blended together. Uh, and, and I don't mean it like yeah, in a bad way, obsessed, but everyone brings their own <laughs> right. You should be celebrated flavor, flavor to the pot. Mm-hmm. I don't think if your flavor is different than my flavor, I don't think we should become the same flavor. Right. You bring something different to the table with your culture and your heritage that mine. And I think we should work with each other. Right. Like, uh, was it? Is it Jane? Jane, whatever the girl, the lady, Jane Austen, Jane. Is it the, the old lady who? did the blue eye brown eye experiment oh i don't know she's, I don't a, know. she's uh, jane austen's a writer yeah she's this old lady who does like racial uh prejudiced okay teachings and she literally did this in a school and then she did it live on oprah where she brought these people in and separated them by their blue eyes and brown eyes mm-hmm. and and bashed blue eye people saying they're the worst people of all time and mm-hmm. then halfway through people were like oh this is how we treat people of color but right. she even said like the whole melting pot idea is stupid like we're, we're, we should be a salad Right. And, and a pepper and a, and a leaf should not have the, like they shouldn't be the same thing you shouldn't put them in a blender and eat it that way you should they Enjoy all bring, the, they all yeah. have their own texture and, and taste and, and they do taste good when they're mixed you know yes. like like that's where I mean that's where funk came from was like African beats meeting western rhythm yep. you know yep. and it's just like oh my god yep. you know like look at like look at what can happen when those two do clash you know and yeah. like but it's also beautiful to have we know what black church is and there's nothing wrong with that that's beautiful that mm-hmm. they can participate in that and have a mitzvah and 
connect in that way and have a community, yeah. you know? Because if you boil down any religion, any culture, anyone, we all want the same thing at the end of the day. We just want to be happy. We want we want to have a, a chance at life. And if there is an afterlife, we want to go to the right place. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. You could boil us down to we're, our, our core. Because we're scared, you yeah. know? And, like, yeah. we want to be treated well. I, I listened on the Joe Rogan podcast, and we can we can wrap it up with this. It's just, like, I think we, we hold society and people into a certain standard. And uh, Bill Burr and I believe Joe Rogan were having a conversation. He goes, you remember when you were a kid and you thought, like, I, want, I can't wait to be an adult because they have it all figured out? And then mm-hmm. you realize when you get older, there is no adults. We're right. just all grown children that are still trying to figure shit out. Right. And if one person makes a mistake, it's like, I cast them out, forget about them forever. No, we should bring them in and, and find out why they did what they did. Or right. maybe they have a different way of thought. You know what I mean? Right. Like, six months ago when something happened or even 100 years ago when people were like why are they speaking out why are they doing this like they're they're being weird or they're being different and then 13 years later we're like yo they were right mm-hmm. and we made fun of them the whole time you mm-hmm. know what I mean so I just just love each other yeah I think yeah I mean I have nothing more to say than just that's okay so John one of the disciples of Jesus that was what they say that his final sermons just became they were just he was an old man so they had to like plop him up mm-hmm. and he'd, he'd be like listen just love one another yeah treat every single person like we are all family like yeah. literally, if you see a stranger in the street, act as if they are your father. Act right. if they are the, your mother. They are your brother. They are your cousin, and and treat them as such. Right. Instead of saying, "Well, you're not part of my circle. I don't have to worry about you." Treat yeah. every single person as if they are your own family member. Yeah. And try to and try to come across it as if if you hear a story, how would I handle it if they were my family? Not just right. push them away because they're not your problem. Right. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. All right. Anything you want to plug before we uh, head out? Check us out on all social media platforms under IWEP Network, and then that'll kind of lead you to the other five for, uh, by the time this airs, maybe 13 podcasts I do. <laughs> um, YouTube, you can you can watch our videos live on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv uh, slash um, IWEP podcast. Yeah, I did that the other day. That was pretty fun. It's, that's where all the live shows are. If you want to yeah. watch live, that's where you do it. Um, every Facebook will have then have the replay a couple hours later. Um, YouTube, you can check out um, IWEP Network on YouTube. And then anywhere you listen to podcasts, any app you download, just type in IWEP Network and we'll pop up. That's awesome. I'm going to use the audio bit of you saying Max Bolton is a cop. Oh yeah, for because uh, that's the first time we heard it, and I love it. <laughs> it became a whole thing. Yeah, I know because well, I, I I don't want to. I'm not going to peek behind the curtain, but Max Bolton is a cop. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. He's such a good kid. Yeah. He gives me so much hope for the future because it's one of the. I feel the same way about Montango and all those guys. I'm just like, man, they're doing it, and I'm like just so happy when I'm old and brittle, and they're a little less old and brittle that they'll be you know passing it along yeah dude the, the community is amazing you guys yeah. keep doing what you're doing man there's so many keep good, loving people so many good people out there and i love all of you all right uh amen see you later <laughs>